Good morning and welcome to Fashion Friday. Well, it's been quite a month so far. It's been quite a week <laughs> and quite a uh, past few days. So uh, I, I want to start by saying if you're feeling overwhelmed about our current global situation, um, Fashion Friday is all about bringing you joy and fun respite from the everyday news and going forward as always we will continue to bring you lots of lighthearted and happy content and uh, that being said I hope everyone is well and uh, staying safe so um, on that note uh, let's talk closets because fashion is fun and that's what it should be and uh, since we are all pretty much spending more time indoors what a better way to clean out your closet. <laughs> I mean, this is something that I generally encourage all my clients and friends and relatives to do, and myself, this time of year anyway. Um, at the same time, I feel like it's really hard to do in the spring and the fall. Um, you know, there's always something. There's always something. Spring and fall, it's a change of weather. It's the major changes of weather. So we go from winter into spring, and then we go from summer into fall. And those are usually more drastic temperature changes for us in this area anyway. So um, it's kind of hard because you're swapping out the closets and you're, you're swapping out clothes on top of that, you've got lots to do. It's, you know, change of season and there's always something on the social calendar. However, um, since most of us are, should, should have some time now to do it um, with your home, with your loved ones, hopefully, um, what a better way than to take a couple of hours out of your time and spend it cleaning out your closet. So that being said, I've got some great tips for you um, and great ideas on, on how to go about tackling this because no, I think no matter what size your closet is, it can be a daunting task. Even if you've got a teeny little closet, it can just feel overwhelming. And if you've got a bigger closet, it's even more overwhelming. Um, it kind of like, well, where do I start? The important thing is to remember, it doesn't all have to be done in a day. It doesn't have to be done in one afternoon. It can be, but it's really, you go at your pace. And I think if you kind of organize it and go about it in these steps that I'm about to give you, um, it can be fun. And you could do this with a, you know, a relative or a girlfriend, invite someone over um, or someone that's right in your home maybe. And, uh, you know, you can turn this into a fun, fun little social event, or maybe you're just going to do it by yourself and you turn on your favorite song, your favorite, um, music station, and you kind of get into it. So that being said, here's where we're going to start. First of all, I think it's important to take everything out. So when I say this, I don't mean empty your entire closet on the floor or on the bed because that can feel overwhelming. So one section at a time so you don't get overwhelmed. And by the way, if you have to stop or you say, you know what, I've had enough of this, you don't have this huge mess to clean up or you're not stuck with you know piles of clothes, a heap of clothing on the floor of your bedroom. So one section at a time, whatever, however big you want that section to be, I would do one thing at a time or maybe it's one item. So maybe you're just gonna tackle your summer dresses or maybe your jeans or whatever you have a lot of. I would start there and set a reasonable goal. So one section at a time, take everything out. Okay, next, fun part. 
try it on. <laughs> um, if you kind of do it all at once, which I encourage you, then that will save you a lot of time on the other end. So once you pull out something, and by the way, I have been guilty of this. I think something's going to look great. I create an outfit in my head. I know the pieces in my closet. I've worn everything, just about everything, unless it's something very new. And even that I've tried on at some point. And then I go to put it on and put it together and it doesn't quite look how it looked in my head. So unless it's something you've worn many times and you really know how it fits, try things on. Something you haven't worn in a while or something you haven't, or maybe you've lost weight or gained weight, just try it on just to be sure. Uh, number three, tip number three, make piles. So you want to make these piles. Keep pile, store, donate, and sell. I also like to make an another pile, which sometimes that, that keep pile can get uh, separated into two. It can be keep and also mend. So if something needs to be um, slightly mended, so tailor taken in, let out, buttons loose, uh, zipper needs to be fixed, some the fastening needs to, whatever it may be, um, you can you can kind of separate that pile. So keep obviously that's what you're keeping. You're going to return that to your closet. Store meaning is it you know, how is your closet organized? Is it organized by season? Is it organized by um, your daily lifestyle routine? You know, meaning what you wear, day wear and night wear. Do you have a uniform you have to wear? And so store meaning also maybe by season, you've got to store the winter stuff and bring out the summer stuff. Or just maybe you're just rotating it towards the back and pushing the summer stuff forward. Donate. This is a good one. This pile should be big. <laughs> um, you really want to uh, get things out of your closet. And, you know, if you're struggling with something, I always say, think about it. If it's something that's sentimental or nostalgic or a family heirloom, there's no question. You've got to keep it. Um, if it's something that you bought and you weren't really sure, I don't know, keep it in your closet, maybe another three to six months maximum. And if you don't wear it, it's time to donate it. And that is if it's something that you feel isn't really um, sellable. That's the next pile, sell. I think this pile should probably be, this in the donate pile should kind of goes hand in hand. So what to sell, what to donate. Obviously heavily worn clothes, you know, things that are worn out. I always say like gym clothes, that kind of stuff. Of course you want to launder them, but those are the things you can still donate if it's still wearable. I mean, there's no holes in it and there's no, they're not heavily soiled. Those are the things you want to donate. Maybe it's a sweatshirt that's just kind of worn out. Maybe it's a pair of jeans that are a little tattered, but they're still wearable. Those are the things you want to donate. Things that you want to sell, pretty much everything else. So things that are gently used, things that are um, obviously never worn. Um, and there, there are, of course, tons of websites out there and apps now, especially more than ever, that will help you do this. Um, and I'll probably talk about those a little bit later, but just to quick mention a few, there are um, sites like The Real Real, uh, one of my favorites. I sell stuff on there all the time. Also, Poshmark is another one. Um, Vestier Collective is another one. So there's some really good um, apps that you can download and you can sell things. The Real Real is actually a, uh, it's a website, but it's also a brick and mortar. They actually have people that will come to you and pick up things or you can drop off whichever is convenient for you. And um, they'll kind of tell you right away what they will take. They're a little bit pickier. So those things really need to be in, in good quality uh, condition. They don't need to be expensive, by the way, but they do need to be 
um, in, in good condition. So um, you can sell lots of things on the real real and it's R-E-E-L-R-E-A-L. Um, so make those piles, donate, store, keep, sell, and mend. Okay, so now you've got to the point where you've made the piles, you've taken everything out, tried stuff on, you made the piles. Now the hard part is over. The fun part begins here, I think. I think trying stuff on can be fun, but if you've got a lot, then it gets tiring. But I think actually putting it back in, because now you've cleaned it out. And, you know, maybe you need to do a little housekeeping at this point. So if it's a a carpeted or hardwood floor, whatever it may be, maybe you need to clean in there. Now's the time to kind of dust and vacuum. Maybe if you've got an area rug, I have an area rug in my closet. Maybe it needs replacing, whatever it may be. Get all that kind of out of there, refresh it clean it up. Now's the time. Um, if you've got bins or boxes or anything that any kind of container, take it all out and put it back in. I just feel like once you take it out, kind of refresh everything, clean out, even if it's gets cleaned often, um, it's always nice to kind of just shake things out and before you put things back in and maybe you move it around a little bit. Remember the rule of thumb about the closets. I always say this. So we usually, we tend to wear 20% of our wardrobe, 80% of the time. Think about that. (laughs) 20% of our wardrobe, we wear 80% of the time. That's a lot of stuff we're not wearing. And depending on the size of your wardrobe, that really can be a lot of stuff. So, um, and, and usually like anything else, if you don't see it, you don't wear it. If you don't see it, you don't use it. I mean, it's like that with anything. I think about even in my kitchen, I think about certain things, glasses, cooking utensils not that I'm the cook in the house but I just think what we don't see we don't use I mean it's common sense you for kind of forget about it you don't realize oh yeah I have that same thing with clothing so you want to really make sure you kind of rotate stuff around even if you've got the perfect setup in your closet um, you still want to change it up a little bit and refresh it it you'd be surprised what it does when you walk in your closet it feels good even when something is just moved around a bit um, I, I know when I do this for, for clients, they're so happy. Even if we haven't added one single new thing to their closet, we've just cleaned it out and organized it. And suddenly they're looking at their closet with a fresh set of eyes. It makes you happy and you want to be happy when you're starting your day. It makes it easy. You want it to be convenient. We've all got a lot to tackle throughout the day. We've all got busy schedules. We've all got a lot on our minds, especially these days. So you want this part of your day to be super easy and fun. And this is how you're going to do it. You're going to keep it organized and you're going to um, keep it super, super clean and tidy. All right. So um, what to do next after you've got it all out and you've made your piles and you want to put it back in. But how are you going to do that? I'm going to tell you. (laughs) right after the break. So stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. 
They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so we're talking closets today, and we are, most of us are at home. Great time to clean out the closet, great great time for spring cleaning, and how do you go about doing it so that it's not a daunting task? All right, so I've got some tips for you, and uh, after you've gone ahead and taken everything out, tried it on, figured out what you're keeping, and you're ready to kind of put stuff back in, most one of the most important steps not to be missed replace the hangers make sure they are all uniform they're all the same color uh no wire hangers says mommy dearest <laughs> uh so uh, i personally like the huggable hangers you, i know you can buy them uh, at the container store you can also buy them on amazon um and there's many other similar styles that are like it there's also some knockoffs that i think don't always uh last so make sure you get a good quality hanger and i personally like them to be all the same color um, they're kind of felt covered and uh, they come in different colors. So they're slim. They're great for hanging anything from a trouser to a blouse to something that's more, more of a, more of a, a sweatshirt or su- sweater type of thing. All right. So now you're going to put all of the hangers back in, hang everything up that needs to be hung. Side note here, if you've got chunkier knits or heavier fabrics like sweatshirts, Um, unless it's a jacket, most of those things really need to get folded. So fold all the heavier items, sweaters, sweatshirts, big, heavy things, coats that need to get hung. Um, anything that, that is going, that may get that hanger mark in the shoulder, definitely fold it, create a space for that, whether it's shelving or it's in, um, bins or it's storage bins or cute little containers, make a separate area for the heavy knits. Okay. Now my favorite part, organize everything by color. So that means, okay, how are you going to do it by color? Keep it simple. And I would say, um, just maybe light colors and dark colors start there. If you really want to get technical, you can look this up. There's lots of, um, photos online. I know Pinterest has lots of examples of this and, um, Instagram has also lots of examples of this. So, you could really break it down into, you know, bright colors, pastel colors, dark colors. Otherwise, just keep it simple. And I would do light colors. You know, I always do light to dark. Um, you can do light left to right, right to left. I always do. So start with white. That's the easiest way. You probably have lots of darks. So start with the light colors um, and, and keep it all together. Oh, I've got lots of pink things or maybe you've got lots of uh, yellow things, whatever it may be. So kind of keep all colors together also organize it by item. So I would keep all the tops in one section, all the bottoms in another section, all the skirts, all the dresses, their own little sections. And you really want to put things back by color. So start with the lightest, go to the darkest, um, and just kind of, you know, you'll be surprised how organized and neat it looks and kind of keep it as consistent as you can. 
Okay, and then you want to add the baskets and the bins kind of underneath and above. Don't be afraid to use, go vertical. You've got to make sure that you use height. So if you've got a shelf above the hang bar, the bar that you're hanging all the hangers on, use that. If you've got space underneath, use it, but use it wisely. So that means get yourself some really nice bins or containers to put your, your shoes in or whatever you're going to put on the floor, or maybe it is the sweaters. Don't just put them on the floor. I would put them in organized bins. You can use clear bins so you can see what's in there. Or if you want to use more decorative bins and maybe label it, that's another option. And then lastly, I love this one. I like to add something personal. When you're all done, I like to step back. If you've got the space, and this doesn't have to be huge, and this doesn't have to be uh, a lot of things, but maybe something like a perfume bottle. Maybe it's a really pretty picture frame with a, a picture in it of a loved one. Maybe it's a diffuser, and then you're closet always smells lovely. Maybe it's a little jewelry dish or maybe it's a vase somewhere, somewhere on a shelf or some, wherever you can place it. Maybe it's a little plant, maybe it's an uh, artificial plant. Um, maybe it's a little small chair, like even if it's a little stool, um, depending on how much space you have. But something personal and something fun, maybe something with texture or color or pattern. Um, most people's wardrobes are primarily solid. So maybe that's where you want to put a little, t- you know, you can get these things at places like Target, Home Goods, Walmart, um, Uncommon Goods is a great place to search for this kind of stuff. Amazon, of course, um, Overstock.com, all this stuff you can get really small little um, stools or even little tiny tables, really little tiny table. And so add something personal and fun and it'll really kind of just add that extra touch. It makes it fun. All right, so now you've got your closet in order. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of my favorite must-haves for spring. And um, as I've said in the past, I think that going forward, I really wanted to shop responsibly. Um, That doesn't mean uh, no fast fashion. By fast fashion, I just mean that... um, you know, more inexpensive things, the H&M and the Zara and the Koss and the and other stories of the world and the top shops of the world. Of course, I still shop that. I That's what my budget allows for. I buy expensive pieces and I, um, on, a, on an occasion, but mostly I'm shopping kind of that mid-range to lower end things. And, uh, but, but shopping responsibly just meaning being conscious, are things more sustainable? How, where is this made? How is this made? Things like that. So that is that word, that buzzword that we're hearing all around the fashion industry, which is sustainability. So that being said, um, I want to really invest in pieces I can layer and wear spring, this spring, and then again in the fall. Obviously, the spring items, you're, most of it you're not going to wear into the warm, warm months. But I'd like to wear it for a couple of months into, into the summer. And then maybe I put it away in the super warm weather and then bring it out again come the fall months. And I can wear it a different way. So now like, it's about layering. So it's about thinner pieces, layering things up. You know, as I always talk about jackets being my, probably my favorite thing in my wardrobe, and a trench coat this time of year is something I always talk about. Um, so whether it's a great trench coat or a jacket, I think right now one of my favorite things on my hit list are colorful trench coats. I, I've got a few of them now that, um, and, and they're all very different, um, kind of serve different purposes. I've got one that's like highlighter yellow. So, you know, there's times where I don't feel like being super bright. Um, then I've got one that's very floral and garden party Um, And then I've got some solid ones that just feel more subdued. So depending on my mood. 
Um, I think I also am trying to rework one item each season. So for spring, I'm going to try. I've got an old jacket that I want to rework. So ha taking that to a local tailor, someone that I trust and can rely on, and maybe changing out the buttons, maybe changing out the lining. I'm not quite sure. I'm going to talk to the tailor and see what they can do. Um, maybe adding a cuff or two or um, a patch. I might do something like that. So reworking one item. That's basically upcycling, by the way. Um, another thing on my hit list is uh, croc, faux croc, faux croc heels in a caramel color. There's a pair at Alice and Olivia that I I'm, I'm, uh, have my eye on, um, but I've seen this color. I've seen this color also at Zara. I've seen um, a couple of different places, Bloomingdale's I know. I've seen this caramelly color. It doesn't have to be faux croc, but it's a heel. And I think this is a really warm neutral that suits every skin tone and just about everybody's wardrobe who wouldn't want a, a neutral shoe um, and in a heel so whatever heel you wear whether it's a smaller kitten heel or a bigger heel I think this is something fun to add um, to your spring wardrobe uh, what else is on my list oh voluminous sleeves okay so this I'm loving this happens to be very on trend right now um, I love this trend anyway. It doesn't matter if it's on trend or not, but it just happens to be more readily available when it is on trend. Um, so I've already have purchased a few tops and a dress with just that really voluminous sleeve. I love this idea. This is great for most body types. Ladies, if you've got a larger chest, if you've got um, even larger shoulders, or if you don't, I mean, it really kind of balances out your body. So if you've got wider hips, you add a, volum a volume voluminous sleeve and um you know you kind of carve out that waist maybe you're cinching in the waist and and instantly you've got that hourglass figure it is something if you don't have curves it's great to you can do use this to add volume to the top of your body and it's a sleeve so it's not really taking away from the torso or your bottom half you can keep everything else pretty fitted but it's just something fun so whether it's a little puff sleeve you know a short sleeve top with a puff sleeve or if it's a bigger sleeve that adds a lot of volume it's just something fun and uh, i'm totally loving this trend right now um, and then another thing on my list was I have here handmade accessories. So lately I've been really searching out in all of my travels, um, some handmade accessories, specifically handbags and jewelry. Um, one website that comes to mind or one app, sorry, comes to mind a website is Etsy. They're known for this. They've got lots of artisans on there that can make lots of different things. And I've just kind of been looking at, um, local artisans wherever I go, whether I'm traveling or not, um, right here in your backyard, you can find, uh, some local artisans. One I want to mention is, um, a mother daughter duo that's from right here in Connecticut is Brinker and Eliza. It's BrinkerandEliza.com. I love their stuff. I, I recently discovered this brand maybe six months ago. Uh, I already own a few pieces and I'm obsessed. It's all handmade. It's a great story. So check out their website and uh, really I feel like there's a little something for everything. They've got chunky, they've got thin and delicate, they've got beads, they've got gold, they've got shiny, uh, all different, all different looks. So there's really, um, it's really a great website and a great story. And again, locally made. 
Um, so that being said, I feel like those are nice little touches to add into the wardrobe. Um, and you know, even if it's a, a little handbag, something that's locally made, it doesn't have to be locally made, but something handmade, I think is important, you know, to support artisans. And, um, I, even a store like anthropology will often in the accessory section, I'll often check out things and it will, it will tell you, it will say if it's, um, you know, a, a designer that's local or, you know, if it's handmade. Those are the things I like to look for. I think they add interest to an outfit. I think they add depth. I think they're often conversation pieces. And I think those are the things that are also make great gifts. I think those are things that are something you won't get rid of and you, it will last in your wardrobe. Um, you could invest in it or it could be something inexpensive. Price is not really, um, you know, it's, it's really depends on what you're looking at, I think. So, um, and what, what exactly it's made from will probably dictate the price. But for the most part, these things are usually relatively inexpensive if something is handmade. And again, I would start with a website, Etsy, the app apps, Etsy, sorry, <laughs> E-T-S-Y. I have the app on my phone and I'm constantly scrolling through, checking out different things. And, you know, it always gives you suggestions of um, what you're looking at and to look at other things amazing what I find on there. Amazing. <laughs> some really, really unique stuff. So um, those are some things that I'll be adding to my wardrobe. And then I think lastly, um, this spring, I'm going to add some uh, cropped, uh, some people call them culottes, some people call them gauchos. Um, it's a cropped pant that's a little bit wider. Um, I call it a gaucho. And, you know, kind of hits below the knee, kind of mid-calf or maybe just, maybe not that long, maybe just below the knee. And um, they're a little bit wider. So I really, really love a good gaucho. I think this is something that you really can wear starting now because you can even wear it with a like a thin pair of tights underneath all the way into the winter. Um, and I just think it's fun. It's something cool. You could wear them with knee boots right now or and then when the warmer weather comes, you could wear it with a sandal, even a sneaker. So those are the things that I'm adding to my wardrobe or rediscovering. Maybe I should say that. Um, remember, I always encourage you to shop your closet first and kind of see what you have. Oh, I maybe you didn't realize or maybe you forgot you had something similar. You have a great pair of jeans that you haven't worn or a great blouse with voluminous sleeves. And so pull it out and, you know, put it in the front. That way you'll remember to wear it. Um, if you've got, listen, extra time, a little extra time make little outfits. That's kudos to you if you can get this done. I would make little outfits and I would either put them together and rehang them back into your wardrobe or take a photo with them, uh, take a photo of the outfit on your smartphone. Um, and you know, just a couple of things, if you, whether it's, you've got a party coming up or maybe, maybe not a party, but you've got some sort of uh, event coming up in the upcoming months, or maybe it's just for work. Um, whatever it may be, it's something to look forward to depending on how long you're going to be, you know, you'll be in your house and, uh, before we're returning to, uh, normal life again, as I like to call it. Um, so, you know, have fun with it, accessorize, play around with different colors and textures. And I think that's what spring is all about is color and texture. And that's certainly what fashion is all about. And so I encourage you all to try some of these things at home while we're enjoying these moments and, uh, few days or a few weeks or however long it is while we're at home and kind of make the best of it and most of all stay positive look at it in a lighthearted way again fashion is fun 
And uh, I also encourage you all to follow me on social media. I'm continuously putting stuff out there, great content, fun content. I'm always here just to even drop a line and say hello. Um, it's wardrobeenvy.com. All right, on that note, I've got to run. Thanks for listening. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Oh, oh, oh.